ENISA, the European Network and Information Security Agency, is out with its latest threat landscape report. What's changed since last year, and what should organizations be looking for in 2014? Hi, this is Tom Field, Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. It's my pleasure to be speaking today with Dr. Luis Marinos, author of the report for ENISA. Dr. Marinos, thank you so much for joining me today. I thank you for inviting me again. This is the second threat landscape report that ANISA has conducted. What would you say has changed most significantly since last year's report? I think that definitely sophistication of threats has increased. A few examples, we see encrypted uh, connections between malware. We see botnets that are very difficult to detect. I think that uh, interesting is also to mention that we see business models of attackers being uh, adapted to changes, for example, uh, of business strategies going mobile and so on. So um, attackers are very, very quick in adapting to these changes and adapting also their business models, if I may say so, to, to these new developments. The, certainly going mobile is one big uh, trend that we see, um, but also the performance increases in performance of uh, attacks observed. Just to say uh, an example, a good example, I think, is uh, denial of service attacks, which uh, have reached 300 gigabps this year. So it's, uh, I mean, very, very big numbers. And also cloud computing, uh, misuse of of cloud computing to have, you know, hosted uh, malicious programs and uh, use the performance of these platforms. I think these are are the, the changes we have seen this year. So with everything that you've analyzed in preparing this report, what would you say emerge as the top cyber threats to organizations? I would like to discriminate between two kinds of organizations. Regarding this, we have organizations with big security investments, strong capabilities, big amount of knowledge. I would say for this kind of organization, all kind of web and mobile threats we have identified, like for example, drive-by downloads, exploit kits, and the like, are um, the top threats. Most importantly, I think we should mention because of, of their large, huge number, very large number, are smaller organizations with um, low capability on security, low investments, and actually to this organization, all kind of threats apply. Uh, beyond the 15 we have uh, listed as top ones, all kind of threats apply for this organization, and we have found out that at least uh, 50% of these threats could be avoided if very, very primitive security controls would be implemented. Dr. Marinos, we've heard a lot this year about hacktivists and certainly about the nation-state threat. What would you say from your analysis about the adversaries? Who are our key adversaries in the cyber threat landscape? I think that there are no, no, no big changes concerning the uh, adversaries. Uh, we have just found evidence, strong evidence about the capabilities of nation states. I think this is a very clear message that, uh, and very strong message that came out. We have seen uh, also that uh, adversaries uh, seem to cooperate very strongly. This is one new quality this year that, uh, for example, we have, been, uh, we have seen uh, malware that has been developed by groups of, of attackers, of, of developers. I think that we have seen an interesting development. It's also something we call cyber fighters, which are individuals like the same or similar motive like hacktivists, just that they have some national background and national motivation. Interesting is also to, uh, to say that there are strong, again, cooperation among these adversary groups. For example, 
uh, we might see a corporation hiring, for example, hackers to uh, achieve their objectives. We might see also nation states to going to gray zone businesses with adversaries. And I think this is mainly the new development. One should admit that this was more or less known to experts. It just happened that this year we have solid evidence that this is the case definitely, so no, nobody can discuss it away anymore. In your report, you talk about two new cyber battlefields, big data and the Internet of Things. Could you explain this designation, please? Sure. As we all know, big data is considered to be one of the most promising business cases for very many organizations. Actually, uh, we see organizations try to explore the value of big data, like, for example, mobile telephony operators trying to develop uh, good uh, products uh, around uh, the data they, uh, they collect about their, their customers to uh, develop, for example, some services regarding uh, traffic, city services, uh, near-field services, and so on. So uh, we see that big data is going to gain value, uh, at least from a commercial point of view. And it is, of course, whatever is valuable is also a target for uh, adversaries, and we think that adversaries are going to target big data for many purposes. One is uh, for fraud, of course. Uh, the other might be to abuse big data in, in order to hide their activities. And the next thing is uh, Internet of Things. Internet of Things uh, and uh, interconnected devices is actually something which is known since quite some time now. It has been discussed by researchers and there have been a lot of pilots in ambient intelligence, home intelligence homes and so on. Uh, it just happened now that s slowly the number of these small dedicated devices and sensors increased that much that it, it starts becoming interesting also for attackers. The potential behind this interconnected devices ecosystem, I would say, is huge. If you, for example, can imagine that somebody breaks in into your uh, media center at home or to your sensor networks or uh, home area network and find some information on sensors or, or what is going on uh, at home, you can imagine that this would be the perfect material for phishing and spamming. So if somebody has this information, they can fool you perfectly and convince you that, you know, you're, you're talking to somebody who knows exactly who you are and so on. So they are going to develop some trust that can be then abused in order to uh, perform some other uh, form of fraud. So th this is why we see, especially Internet of Things, as a, a very, very interesting and very important field for um, attackers and, of course, uh, one should say that due to the simplicity of devices and uh, also the ad hoc way of developing things, using networks without a lot of security, like, uh, for example, Wi-Fi, these devices do not really have a certain degree of security mechanisms implemented, and the easier would be to track them. As you look at the threat landscape, what are some of the key successes you see that organizations have had in mitigating some of their threats? Uh, this year, um, of course, uh, as being the second year of our activity, we also gained some speed in our learning curve, so to say. So we, we found a lot of information, but I think one uh, main reason for that is that uh, this year, in comparison to the last one, there has been a lot uh, big deal of information on threats in comparison to last year. So uh, it, it, this is a very positive development because it seems that the community 
recognize the need to talk about cyber threats. I think this is a, an advancement compared to the previous year. A second uh, advancement uh, is that uh, we observe that vendors uh, are much quicker in publishing patches, I mean, recognizing vulnerabilities and reacting to vulnerabilities. This is a fundamental attitude that has to change and, and become even better so that we reduce the zero-day vulnerabilities. And uh, I think a, a definitely big uh, achievement this year was the work of law enforcement where uh, some uh, key adversaries or alleged adversaries have been arrested so that from these actions of law enforcement, we can see also what is the, the, the potential and dynamic and co- interconnection among these this guys because, for example, uh, we are going uh, to look with great interest what will happen with Black Hole Exploit Kit in the future to see if the arrest of the alleged Black Hole developer, what kind of impact this is going to have, for example, in the Exploit Kit market. And from this, we could, for example, understand better what is the interaction between these guys and how these tools take over and what are the dynamics behind this adversary group. So if we look at the other side of that, what are some of the challenges that remain for organizations in trying to mitigate these threats? I think that in order to mitigate threats, organizations uh, need to continuously improve um, their uh, security practices. We, we all know that uh, risk assessments done for certain parts of infrastructures uh, tend to be rather low uh, in accommodating changes. So that, that's w- uh, why we believe that looking at threats and reacting on threats uh, is, is a very promising approach. So the challenge will be to continuously check your vulnerabilities, uh, gain speed in reacting and patching your systems. And I think one very, very important point is also to include the end user. We should not forget that all this debate on cyber threats and cyber uh, security is still a matter for um, experts, and we definitely need to transfer this for relevant parts of the knowledge of these experts to the end user in order to to avoid this weak leak effect that I mentioned previously, that over half of, of the incidents would have been avoided if people would have um, implemented very simple security measures. And I think we need to talk to end users, use dissemination channels uh, to reach end users and educate it, uh, end users, uh, because this would massively reduce the number of incidents. I think these are the main challenges for companies. So, Dr. Marinos, if you were to sum it up, how should organizations read the Threat Landscape Report, and what should their key areas of focus be in 2014? I think that definitely the Threat Landscape Report is mainly for informing security experts in, uh, for example, performing some assessments, identify the uh, relevance of the threats we described for their own assets, IT assets, and understand how far this, these threats could affect uh, their platforms. We have also ma- made some projections, future projections for this particular uh, emerging areas that we just uh, talked previously. And I think that individuals who think that these areas are in their focus, either business-wise or op- operational and environment-wise or, or otherwise, should focus on these particular areas, see what are the trends and various issues we have identified and, and, and try to 
to steer their course of actions along these points. For decision makers, definitely there are numerous uh, items inside which uh, regard, for example, coordination activities among different bodies, uh, exchange of information, and many, many, many other points that people can find in, in, in our concluding remarks which should be addressed in, in the near future. And Anissa definitely uh, wants to um, go along these lines and uh, try to mobilize the community in order to be faster in threat analysis. I think one very important point is also to include other actors inside. We all know that there is a big amount of data which is almost uh, free. So if uh, we had the, the possibility to collect data express our threat warnings, but also validate our threat assessment, this this would be the next level of maturity that we should uh, reach in threat analysis, and we hope that m- many actors will go this way. We see the, definitely signs that this will happen, and also NISA focuses very much towards this direction. Well, Dr. Marinos, that's valuable insight. Thank you so much for taking time to share your thoughts with me today. I thank you for inviting me. It's always a big fun to uh, talk to you, with you about these uh, things, and uh, I hope we stay in touch as always. Thank you very much. The topic has been the Anisa Threat Landscape Report. I've been talking with Dr. Louis Marinos of Anisa. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.